The following quotes are taken from Bettina Judd's collection of poems, Patient. How do you, daughter, measure pain? By the lengths and width of your black woman self? Echo of a scream, muffled under cupped hands in wild eyes, graceful nods, smiles. You have found yourself in each broken body, each elation. Your mother's scar, hers, and hers, and you. Bacteria can play a vital role in the development of activating the immune system. It has also been found that a mother's microbial strain transmits to her child's, creating a near-identical strain within the infant's gut microbiome. This transmission is especially possible through the digestion of human milk, oligosaccharides, which comes from the mother's breast milk. Not only that, but the mother's gut microbes influences her infant's microbiome based on how the child was born through vaginal or cesarean delivery. Microbes and bacteria are a large but hidden part of what makes us who we are and actively shapes not only our development but also our survival. Research found that babies born vaginally have a decreased risk of certain immune system disorders, including asthma and allergies, compared to with those born by cesarean section, according to recent studies. Research now thinks that they know why. Entering the world via vagina exposes babies to several kinds of beneficial bacteria, including lactobacillus. These normally comprise of more than 95% of vaginal bacteria and go on to colonize the newborn's intestine. C-section babies arrive coated with varieties of bacteria commonly found on adult skin, especially the Staphylococcus species. Women are three times more likely to die during cesarean delivery than vaginal birth due to mostly blood clots, infections and complications from anesthesia. And that study accounts for all women not including the disproportionate number of black women that are pushed to do c-sections. In my research, I stumbled upon a personal account of a woman who had shared about her own experience of being forced into having a c-section. Almost 11 years ago, when I was getting ready to have my daughter, my then mother-in-law drilled in me my entire pregnancy to not have a C-section. She told me that they're killing black women during childbirth, literally. She talked about it almost my entire pregnancy. My regular doctor's wedding anniversary was the day I went into labour. I went into labour around 10am and around 5ish, she left me in the care of the other doctor from her office. My regular doctor was a black woman and the doctor she turned me over to was a white woman. Now the white doctor immediately said to me, we have to do a C-section. And I asked why. She said, your baby is taking too long to come out. I asked her, was I in danger or my baby? And she said, no, but it's been a slow progress. So I told her if we're both healthy, I will wait until she's ready to come out. The doctor grew frustrated and almost every 30 minutes she kept telling me, I'm going to give you a C-section. And I told her she wasn't. We went back and forth for hours and I ended up having my daughter naturally at one minute past nine without a C-section. I couldn't believe how much this doctor wanted me to have a C-section for no damn reason. Since then, I stress to all of my friends, please don't let them force you to have a C-section. There are countless stories and testaments of black women who struggled under violences enacted onto their bodies through the medical health care system under the guise of the doctor knowing best. The same doctors that do not listen to black women's voices and complaints do not believe black bodies feel the same threshold as pain as white bodies. This forcibly allows negligence and violence onto the black pregnant body. Kira Dixon is an example of how the medical healthcare system not only fails black women, but within the fabric of its own institutional makeup has histories of brutalizing and silencing black bodies. 
In 2016, Kira Dixon lost her life to the systemic negligence of women of color by medical officials. Her cause of death was hemorrhagic shock due to hemoperitoneum. What this meant was that the blood had been collecting for hours in the space between the inner lining of the abdominal wall and the abdominal organs. Her death could have been prevented, as she showed signs of eternal bleeding five hours before her doctor was notified. Both her and her husband had been complaining to staff trying to get the attention of medical staff to notify that something was wrong. The persistent denial and silencing of Kira Dixon is what led to three liters of blood to pool in her abdomen before she was rushed to surgery where she died. In your pelvis, they examine you. You whimper, knees buckle, feet in stirrups, a gloved hand no, a bent spoon, steering brimly, a stew pot. The official definition for speculum is a medical tool for investigating body orifices with a form dependent on the orifice for which it is designed. How much each word scrubs itself clean of the insidious history of the violences and atrocities enacted on Lucy, Betsy, and Anarka, the slave woman mutilated and pried open by Dr. Sim's hands and inventions. Commodity fetishism, removing any past lives and associations the speculum has. Like science, glorifying and focusing on the findings regardless of the brutalizing of bodies and the other journeys to get there. Look at Henrietta Lacks, or the HeLa cells, which are glorified as medical gold, and how the very real, very physical, very human body whose cells they belong to are hidden, erased, tortured, killed, silenced, and left to be forgotten. Sims's legacy lives on in multiple ways than one. The lack of acknowledgement of the bodies that were destroyed for scientific knowledge in advance are a common theme within science and many other institutions. A pile of bodies which are brutalized and left to rot while profit in scientific knowledge advances, never looking back at the individuals that brought science, medicine, and many other institutions to the places where they are now. By allowing to use findings like the speculum, it perpetuates the violent silencing of black bodies within not only medical institutions, but in various aspects of life, which leaves them screaming in pain with no help or recognition of their suffering. Sims invents the speculum, I invent the wincing, the if you must, the looking away, the here of discovery. James Marion Sims, the father of gynecology, founded the scientific field by purchasing slave women and using their bodies as testing fields, regardless of the pains that they went through, forcing the women to only be his experiments, but also his assistants in violating their sisters in suffering with his brutalization. To imagine that this legacy of medical racism is not just a legacy of the past, but violences are still being enacted onto black female bodies in the name of medicine. To help stop the perpetuation of violences onto black bodies and other people of color, one needs to further voice the issues that plague so many communities of color. Listen to the voices that are telling their story and their struggle. Through this, we can build resilience and grow to change a system and culture which views black bodies and communities of color as replaceable and stepping stones to their own advance. Supporting initiatives such as Black Mamas Matter Alliance and local environmental and reproductive rights activists to strengthen and unite the diverse individuals of this planet to a better, happier, healthier planet and future for all.